This episode of Eat the Rules is brought to you by You on Fire. You on Fire is the online group coaching program that I run that gives you a step-by-step way of building up your self-worth beyond your appearance. With personalized coaching from me, incredible community support, and lifetime access to the program so that you can get free from body shame and live life on your own terms. Get details on what's included and sign up for the next cycle at summerinandin.com forward slash you on fire. I'd love to have you in that group. This is Eat the Rules, a podcast about body image, self-worth, anti-dieting, and intersectional feminism. I am your host, Summer Inanin, a professionally trained coach specializing in body image, self-worth, and confidence, and the best-selling author of Body Image Remix. If you're ready to break free of societal standards and stop living behind the number on your scale, then you have come to the right place. Welcome to the show. This is episode 224, and I am back with my good friend Vinny, and we are broadcasting episode three of our Death to Diets series. In this episode, we're talking all about before and after pictures. We talk about what we think about weight loss before and after pictures and our own experiences with them. And we also talk about those body positive before and afters, showing people who used to be thin, who have gained weight and are now happier. Are they good? Are they bad? Or are they something else? Join us in this episode as we explore it. You can find all the links and resources mentioned at summerinandin.com forward slash 224. Before we begin, I want to give a shout out to Mrs. Roper, who left this review, Transformational and Sustaining. This podcast connects the dots on so many levels. It will radically rewire your perspective on bodies, feminism, and diet culture. It will sharpen your ability to recognize the oppressive messages you hear every day or grew up with, and will give you the political, philosophical, and empathetic reasoning to turn away from these messages and to unite against them. I have shared this podcast with a number of friends who have found it transformational. Bravo. Thank you so much. I love reading that. I really, really appreciate that review. You can leave a review for this show as well by going to iTunes, search for Eat the Rules, then click ratings and reviews and click to leave a review. I would appreciate it so much. You can also help me out by subscribing to that sh- to this show via whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And if you haven't already done so, make sure that you grab the free 10-day body confidence makeover at summerinandin.com forward slash freebies with 10 steps to take right now to feel better in your body. I feel really rusty recording this intro because I haven't I haven't recorded an intro in probably about six weeks now because everything that you've been listening to was recorded like a, a while ago. I'd sort of like batched a whole bunch of episodes and now I'm doing the same thing again. And uh, wow, it's amazing like how much a bunch of time can just make you forget how to do something. <laughs> So anyways, felt a little rusty doing that, but everything in this episode goes really smooth. We had such a great discussion on this one, really just dissecting before and after pictures and your feedback on them, what you think of them, both weight loss ones, as well as the more like quote unquote body positive ones that we see. So I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. Let's get started with the show. Today. 
Please update the, uh, the cookie before and afters is what we're talking about today. Yes, 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 yes. And it's timely because I feel like there's been a lot of them this month. I don't know about you. Do you think? I, I, don't, I don't see these. Well, that's not true. I see, I see the body positive ones. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because we're going to talk about both sides of the coin. So why don't we do, why don't we do our, our little intro, introduce the show, introduce who we are, and, um, and then we'll dive into the hot topic. <laughs> okay. Go. Okay. So this is, this is death to diets. We are both working in a field where we help people to who are typically have sort of been chronic dieters who have realized that, you know, diets don't work and they're fed up with it and they're done with that and they want to just feel better about themselves and live their lives and heal their relationship with food and their bodies. And so we created this show to really just call out the bullshit that we see in diet culture and in the dieting industry and the weight loss industry. This is never to shame people who engage in diets or want to lose weight. We never shame the individual. We never judge the individual. This is more about talking about the cultural issue as we see it and how that affects the way we feel about ourselves and the problematic messaging. And uh, so I'm Summer Inanen. I'm a professionally trained coach specializing in body image, self-worth, and confidence. And I also host my own podcast called Eat the Rules. Vinny, what about I, you? You've got your elevator pitch down. Anytime I'm like, who am I? I'm like, oh. <laughs> You're just like, I'm Summer Inanen, la, 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 la. And I'm just there daydreaming thinking, yep, Summer, there she is with all of her vowels in her name. You <laughs> um, yeah, So I'm Vinny Wellsby, formerly Victoria, and I am a fat activist, TEDx speaker, change maker, incredibly good looking, and yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is it. And we don't have any uh, trigger warnings today because we're not going to be showing any before and after photos. We're just going to be talking about them, right? So yes. um, there's nothing that, yeah, we're not going to be talking about. I don't think so. No, no. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. So why did we come up with this topic? I don't know. You you came up with it, didn't you? <laughs> I'll tell you the story. <laughs> I, I was getting on an airplane and I was and I was like, I wanted a magazine. And I was at the airport and they had the People magazine and it had Betty White on the cover. And it was so weird because it was like it was like the day it was like the day or two after Betty White had passed away. And, but it was the cover celebrating her turning 100 because obviously they had like put this magazine together prior to her passing. So anyways, I bought the magazine and one of the, the, one of the sections, which was, which was interestingly enough buried in the back was the section about like these people lost half their size. And I don't know if, I don't know if you remember this, but that used to always be the cover story for People Magazine in January. Like I just, I remember that that was always, that was always on the cover. So it was interesting that it was, it was buried in the back. There was no mention of it on the cover. At least I don't think so. And Betty White White did her badassness and was like, (laughs) bitches, I'm leaving. Put me on the cover and put those other shit into the back. (laughs) Exactly. 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 Yeah. So I, I read, I read it for research and it just got me like just super fired up about it. And I thought we could have a really cool discussion because we also see kind of like in the reverse before and after in the body positive world. So people showing 
you know, like I used to be thin and now I've gained weight and I'm actually happier. And we wanted to have a discussion around both of those things because, yeah, it's just sort of interesting the impact that, that these pictures and the, the narrative that, that the impact that it has on us. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And I actually, I have been exposed to this recently because I don't know if you know Summer, but you can actually check out magazines from the library. And so I was like, do you know what? I'm going to look at some really trashy magazines because I haven't looked at them in years and you don't have to pay for them. So I was like, let's look at this one. Gay Times. Yes, please. Fishing Weekly. Uh huh. <laughs> so I just like skimming lots of different magazines. And yeah, that I did see that that stuff. And I used to love before and after pictures. That would be my favorite thing. I was wondering, yeah, did you? Because I'm trying to remember if I did. I'm not, I don't know. I loved it. Yes, because I used to be, be like, oh my God, they used to be such a fat loser like me. And now look at them. Like, they clearly, they've changed their life around. If If only I do what they did, then I can be like them. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah. So you used to actually find that inspiring. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Whenever I'd get the Weight Watchers magazine... Oh, oh. <laughs> and it was my goal to be in the Weight Watchers magazine because I was like, I am the, even my, 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 uh, what do they call it? The leader, the leader was like, oh, you could be in the magazine. And I was like, yes. And thank fuck it never happened because I quit, didn't quit, you know, you know, diets, diets. It just didn't happen. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, well, so. you, you know, I, I worked as a nutritionist like 12 years ago or 10, 10, 12 years ago. And I used to take before and after pictures of my clients and like do like challenges where we would take before and after pictures. And so no. I feel really bad about it now because I realize like how damaging and problematic it was, but I can't even imagine you doing that summer. Like it's just <laughs> so foreign to uh, everything I know about you. Yeah, but it's like, like when you're like when that's your business, like that mm-hmm. I mean that's what a lot of people use to sell like nutrition services and things like that. And and the kind of like dirty behind the scenes of it is like, you know, you realize that clients don't actually stay that way. That it's like it's a yo-yo cycle. And so you know, thankfully I had my own like awakening with it that then allowed me to, you know, make amends hopefully and move away from that. But I was totally, I I absolutely was, was, was guilty of that because I just didn't, I was so in it, my, in it myself in in terms of thinking that like, well, this is, you know, I'm helping people get healthy and I'm helping them be confident and all, all this stuff. But the reality was, is like, I would say the vast majority of them still struggled with food, still hated themselves and ended up gaining yeah. weight back. Like it was never permanent. So what did you, when you were taking those photos, you mentioned, oh, you know, it was temporary, the, that weight loss. Did you know that at the time? No. Or were you like, that's it. Now they've started their life and they're going to be amazing. Yeah, no, I was like, and they just need to keep doing it. And like, you know, and, and so, so that I, I, that's why I have, I like, I do, I empathize with people in this industry because I think if you don't know better, you don't know better. Right. Which is why, like, I I don't like to kind of shame individuals. Like I, you know, I prefer to just call out the overall issue because like I was in that frame of mind where I was like, Oh no, like, and, and I was doing it from like the health perspective. And even like, I pulled out some of the quotes from like the people magazine I read where it's like, no, we're not using diets. Like my slogan was like, it was like something around like, like, no, like it was, it was a non-dieting slogan. Like I, I can't remember exactly what it was. I 
my in-laws had a postcard, uh, one of my old marketing postcards from when my, my nutrition business, they had it like in their, I found one in their basement and I saw the slogan and I was like, Oh my God, like I, I used to say that, <laughs> like I shouldn't even wow. remember. But, and that's, wow. that's the same thing that was kind of being some of the stuff that was being echoed in this people magazine was that it was like, one of them was like, I swapped fad diets for counting macronutrients. And like, you have to, you have to get rid of it. I was like, yeah, it's like, I swapped fad diets for another fad diet, but I don't believe it's a fad diet. What? Yeah. Or like, it was like, you have to lose a diet mentality. And this person was doing like, what's deemed like a very restrictive diet. I won't mention which one, but I was like, what? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, it's so they funny, like, the, the mind, the mind trickery that we do, and even you know, you saying that you were saying it's a non-diet thing. You were ahead of your time, Summer, because you know all the diets are doing it now. But if you were saying like I'm a non-diet diet all of those years ago, then I mean you were you were on the pulse. You were doing it. <laughs> well, hopefully they'll find their way out like I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was an early adopter of getting out of that that garbage, but. Yeah, it was, uh, it, yeah, it, it's like, it's interesting to, to reflect back on it and, and just realize, like, I feel really bad. Like, I, I, I hope, I hope I've been able to, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've, 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 you've like paid your penance. Oh, my God, like a 100 times over. It's just so interesting to think about the way that we were thinking back then. And I found a note, because I, I like keeping note, you know, in the notes app, I like keeping notes, and I've got notes back for, and like, to like 2013 or something and so I was I looked for a, I looked for a, a search for a word I can't remember what it was like health or something yeah because I was looking for health at every size in my notes and I had written this thing to myself about you know what negative thoughts and beliefs do I have about myself and one of my negative thoughts or beliefs was I will never be thin and then I wrote myself like a pep talk of oh my God, yes, you are going to be thin. I mean, come on, you, you're going to be so thin and you're going to work out every single day and people are going to say, how do you do it? And you're going to be like, it's so effortless. And, it, and I was like talking about how healthy I was. And I was like, working out every day, like walking around with a six pack, like what the heck? I, I couldn't even remember that I wrote that. And I was thinking like that. I was like really trying to positive, you know, manifest being thin. Yeah. And it was only like, I don't know, seven years ago or something that I was thinking like wow. that. Wow. Just bananas to me. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I thought I was like, I probably thought I was body positive at the time. So anyway. Yeah. It's so yeah. 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 Right. It's like, it gets all muddled. I mean, it gets co-opted and muddled and we convince ourselves of things just to convince ourselves of things. <laughs> yeah, we have to, right? We have to. So we yeah. both asked our audiences, what do you think of weight loss before and after pictures? I've got my results here. Mm -hmm. And I said, do you love them or do you hate them? And 13% said love and 87% said hate. So what do you think of weight loss before and after pictures? 13% said love, 87% said hate. And then a couple of people messaged me saying, Oops, I said love, but I meant to say hate. <laughs> so we can resume that number is a little bit lower than 13%. Let's say 10%. And I really get that kind of the love thing of seeing the before and after pictures. It feels so intoxicating, especially if you're new to this stuff. Because like I mentioned at the beginning, I just would feel so inspired by seeing these everyday people, what I would see as them changing their lives. But the reality is probably very different, isn't it, Summer? 
Yeah, absolutely. It's it's kind of like it's it's one season of their life. And I think we all know that there's like the after and then like what happens after that, you know, what happens like two years after that? The after all. What happens five years after that? And I think you and I both know that the majority of people blame it on themselves. They're like, well, you know, I just didn't try hard enough or, you know, I just, I didn't have enough willpower. And the reality is that like, none of those things are true. Your body was just legitimately trying to keep you alive and that you weren't meant to be like on that diet, which is how I felt like, which is how I feel when I see these images of these people in this magazine. And I'm like, they tell this story and the narrative is like, the words they use are like, I finally love myself. It's like Christmas morning, like, all, you know, like the, the you know, and it, it sells that idea. And I, I almost feel bad. Like, I don't want to pity people, but I kind of, I'm kind of like, oh, like, what's that going to look like in two years or three years? And you've been featured in this magazine. Like you were like the poster child for success. It's like, how much more damaging is that to you if your body can't sustain that? Like if, you know, which majority of our bodies can't without maintaining, you know, disordered behaviors, which for the most part, like our body's going to fight back against. Yeah, that's such a good point about, you know, they've been in a magazine and how much shame they probably feel after, because, you know, the, the after, after, the before and after, the after when, when you know, 95% plus of those people have, are now bigger than their before picture. And, like, um, that must feel really, really bad. And, yeah, it makes me thankful that when I was doing all that dieting, um, stuff there wasn't you know I didn't have social media and all that type of stuff but I was still a massive bell end about it and told everyone about the fact that I was losing weight and I was such a good person so you know. yeah well yeah I mean that's like what you're supposed to do right like share with yeah. other people stay accountable yeah <laughs> uh, and and I wonder like if, when I see but now when I see before and afters instead of being like oh my god I love it I'm just like like you, you I have such deep compassion for that person because I'm just I just think exactly what you said what are they going to be feeling like in two three four five years because mm -hmm. it's probably it's probably going to be a lot of shame and you know hopefully they found another way but so it's kind of it's kind of like um hoping for them that maybe this is the kind of final straw before they find fat positivity and anti-diet and all that type of stuff yeah but you know you never know right yeah because so, for a lot of people it's a lifetime sentence <laughs> membership <laughs> more grim is just call it a life sentence but yeah did you remember summer when you were doing when you were taking the before and after pictures? Yeah, because you know before and after pictures. The before, the person's like, oh, you know, Looks like sad. Wearing, <laughs> yeah, gray clothes with holes in, like they're covered in shit stains, like they haven't brushed their hair in three weeks. They got bits of straw coming out of their hair, and you know they've got shit in their eyes and they're dribbling and stuff and then the after picture they've got you know full makeup and all that type of stuff and probably posed and probably photoshopped would you ever like in the first picture be like you know go and stick your gut out a bit more no or, you know, no 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 mine yeah. weren't like that at all mine were like mine were mine were like you know like you you look how you look and then you look how you look like oh, okay, I didn't okay, okay. I didn't like no I didn't I didn't um I didn't curate those in any way. 
No, because, oh, that's a because it was more in, in my mind, it was more for them to see the difference um, yeah, yeah. versus like something to use as like a, you know, like a marketing, a, mar- thing. a marketing thing. But, you know, social media wasn't really around much then. So thank goodness. Not in the, not in the way that it is now. And so, so you could, if there was social media, maybe you'd have like a sack in the back that you'd bring out and be like, put on this like ugly sack and like this, you know, you know, like on the biggest loser and they just make them wear really yeah, I don't know where the fuck they get these yeah. things from. Like, put these bronzer on. <laughs> I'm just gonna like use the spray tanner on you in the after to like make you really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna like contour abs on your body. And yeah. <laughs> make you look really toned. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. I, yeah. And I like for me personally, I'm trying to think like if I found I must have found before and afters inspiring, but I also feel like. Like there was like a, a few years of time where I was just perpetually frustrated because like it didn't matter what I did, like my body wouldn't change anymore. And I so I feel like there was a point in time around there where I, where I actually like they made me feel even more inadequate because it was just a reminder of like, see, you can't do it. Like there's something defective in you. So but uh, but now when I see them, like I, I'm more just like, oh, like I know what that's like. Like I know, I know what happens. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm. Uh, if any color in my social media, I'm immediately blocked. I can't. I don't want to see that shit because even, even me who I do this work constantly, that's that type of stuff can still be triggering. And so I'm like, get that out of my brain. So I don't know. I, I just think for other people who are still on the journey, and if they haven't curated their social media and they've still got things like that because it's kind of you know like oh I kind of like looking at it how much that's affecting people to still see before and after pictures so totally my advice is if you still have anything like that because you know you know like oh I know it's like a guilty pleasure to see it I just really like looking at it just get rid of that shit it's probably not doing anything good for your brain yes and my survey was similar it was like actually it was stronger it was 96 percent dislike and four percent inspiring and someone said that it triggers feelings of not being good enough and takes them right back to where they were when they were in that headspace so mm. yeah I mean obviously our results are going to be biased because the majority of people that follow us have similar belief systems but, mm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah 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 I'm yeah because I was surprised like 13% of mine said love I was like yeah did you read the thing that probably they might have read it wrong because you put love first like when I saw the screen capture of yours it was a little like my mind would have thought the hate would be first but I but oh, so you, okay, you probably okay, okay. did get a couple people who hit it incorrectly yeah I would say yeah yeah so, yeah, so I think uh, your results are probably the most the most accurate for our type of audience. But I think in the in the world in general, I think people probably be like fifty fifty or even more that like him, right? I would think so. I would think so. Yeah, there's like a whole like good for them like yes. um, mentality. You know, like it's still seen as like an accomp- you know like an accomplishment. Like your body is an accomplishment, and yeah, um, you know. So yeah, I, I, unfortunately. I would agree that it is probably skews more heavily towards people finding them inspiring. Mm-hmm, unfortunately. And I've just realized that I look at celebrity before and after pictures of, you know, here's a picture of a celebrity when they were 20 and here's a picture of them now that they're 40. I've just realized that I look at those pictures. Oh, what makes you do that? <sighs> Shit. I don't know. Like I, 
I think it, I see it more as, oh, isn't it interesting how, isn't it interesting? What the hell? <laughs> I don't see those links. I've no, I don't think I've ever... Like, I don't, it's on my it's on my Instagram feed, and so it'll be like, oh, celebrities when they were twenty, and celebrities when they're now, and it's like, oh, Helen Mirren is now eighty, and look at her when she was twenty. So it's kind of like, oh, look at what celebrities look like when they were young. And oh, so I, okay. Okay. like, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, more yeah. sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes more good. I was like, oh my god, have I like discovered some like fucked up thing? That- <laughs> no, I'm okay. I'm okay. You're good. You're good. Should we talk about the opposite then? Like the, the pictures that we see that show the, like the body positive before and afters where someone was like, I was unhappy when I was thinner and now I've gained weight and I'm happier and more confident. Like, yeah. What do you, what do you think of those? Yeah, but you know, to begin with, when I was new to body positivity, I used to be like, yes, oh my God, this is amazing. And now I'm like a little bit more nuanced in my feelings about it of, you know, if what they're trying, what they're saying is, what they're, what they're saying, if we take it on a kind of surface level is, I'm happy and it doesn't matter what I look like. Yeah. But there is still that that message that's, that's um, underneath there of, I used to have an asset, yet I wasn't happy. And now I don't have that asset, which is a thin body. And I've learned to be happy, even though I'm missing an asset. So it's not breaking down the assumption that having a smaller body is inherently good. And so it needs to be, I think if if people show them like before and after when, you know, I used to be really thin and now I, and and I was miserable, there needs to be a more of a, dissection of that's so interesting that I used to think that my body is an asset and well I don't know if they even had the dissection or the or the deeper look into it I don't think they'd be posting the picture anyway no you know, because then it's like oh I'm still presenting my body as a a thing to be consumed in a way that's not maybe helpful yeah yeah so again I did a couple of those in the beginning <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and they would get like so much engagement. And when I stopped doing those, engagement went down. And I think it's like, so I get why people do them because they are more likely to like go viral, get more followers. Like it sells the message. And, and so I, I get that as well. Um, but what, why I stopped doing them like several years ago was because it was like this idea of like, you know, body positivity needs to be about centering the most marginalized bodies. And like, as a straight sized person, like me, like highlighting that narrative around my body, like doesn't really do anything for the, the, to, the for the movement, right? So like my own personal, like, awareness around that made me realize like, oh, shit, like, I don't want to do that anymore. And it was still putting the value in my body. It was still putting like, you know, the identity and my value in how, in how I looked. And I didn't want that to be the thing that like I was known for. I wanted it to be, you know, the, the skills that I had and the, you know, the perspectives that I had around, around this topic. So I, it was like, I think it was probably at least five years ago now that I like announced it on social media. Like I will not be doing these pictures anymore and here's what I've learned and here's why. And yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And and I wonder as well, how many people who are new to the idea of body positivity 
see in the before picture of the smaller bodied person oh yeah I'd like to look like that and then they see the after of someone who has who, who is a higher weight and they're like fuck no if that means that if I need to learn to you know stop dieting and accept myself it means I'm gonna gain weight well I'm not gonna do it and that's not always the outcome of intuitive eating or body acceptance it's it's like a, there's a million different outcomes right and so yeah and, it, and I think as well it would probably reinforce the message that accepting your body means that you uh, you know that's something that it means you have to give up quote quote unquote give up having your current body and that's not always a reality yeah it's complicated, it's complicated right? it is complicated and the actually one thing that I really appreciated somebody um commented when I posted the the survey which the results of my survey were 71% of people disliked those and 29% found them inspiring. And so one person wrote, which I think captured the essence of like what we're saying really well. I used to like how it displayed joy that someone experiences in a larger body. However, that I feel like now, I feel now that that can just be conveyed through the after, like just by showing like, you know, yes. your body, like, you know, just having joy in your body instead of that narrative of like, associating it with like a particular size change or anything like that mm. it's almost a language that we have learned to speak of of body comparison that even though we're out of diet culture we still want to do the body comparison shots like we can't we can't help it you know because it's just such a language that we speak of yeah consuming consuming people's bodies and my people said when i said what do you think of body positive before and afters that show weight gain 36% said they love and 64% said that they hate. And the comments were either way, they are conveying that there is a right or wrong way for a body to look. And it just feels like the same narrative that your body size is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And the cultural idea of the before and after is still harmful. Yeah. So all of this stuff that, that we're yeah. saying. Yeah. I know. I think, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think, there's a difference between someone who live their before is they were living in a in a bigger body and their after is they're living in a big, bigger bigger body uh, versus someone who is straight sized showing a still another straight sized slightly bigger straight sized body. I think that there's a difference in in harm created there between oh look at me now I'm so fat when they're still straight sized. Because then someone like me, it will see, you know, a fat person might see that straight sized body and be like, oh, yeah, look at you accepting that hideous body. Really? <laughs> like, I've never had a body like that. Like, really? What would you think of my body if you think that you're accepting this? You're like a charity worker accepting that hideous body that you have. But clearly you have a normative you know, society, socially acceptable body, you know? That's exactly what I was going to say. I feel like in a lot of cases, there's still some dysmorphia going on because it's like someone who's like a size two going to a size four or something. And they're like, yeah. you know, and I, and I, and that's not to judge them at all. Like that's not to judge people experiencing that. Cause that, it, you know, I, I get that like you can experience those levels of, of, of shame and whatnot, but from taking like, yeah, the outsider's perspective or thinking about like, what would someone who is, who, who is fat feel like, how, how do they feel? You know, how would they feel seeing this? You know, I think is really, it's a, it's a really important consideration because yeah. it's like, yeah, it's exactly to your point. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, that show. I never really watched it, but um, this is us. 
with Chrissy Metz. Did you did you ever watch that? I never watched it. No, there's a lot of there's a lot of fat phobia in it. So, um, but I watched it. I watched like maybe the first season. And anyway, they go to a a diet club, and it's lots of fat people. And then there's like one thin person who's like, oh my god, my I'm so ugly, and everyone you know the fat people are having to comfort her and <laughs> like, no, you're pretty, and, you know, and it's just like. Uh, kind of feels like that and and that kind of segues into the thing that actually gets on my tits I can and like where I'm like oh I really wish that people wouldn't do this like because it's it's very very harmful and that is when influencers it's it's almost you know always influencers twist them themselves into like pretzels they bend themselves over a hundred times to try and get a tiny little stomach roll which is normally just their skin and they post that picture saying oh my god hashtag i'm so brave for going out with this you know I, I've learned to love and accept my body, even though that you know. Look at the, this this uh, this role that that is here, and also the pictures where it's like, oh, look how bloated I was at two p.m. And then, oh, look at eight p.m. I have no, my stomach is so flat. Oh, it's only because I have a uterus. And so, if you have a, if you're if you if you're fat, don't worry. It's probably only because you have a uterus. You're not actually fat. LOL. You know. <laughs> I'm just like what. Stop that now. Yes, 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 yes. There's a, oh, I don't see those pictures anymore, thankfully. Like, but I, when I did, a, I did a bit of research for a podcast episode I did recently where I looked up the hashtags. Like I went and searched the hashtags like body positivity and stuff like that. And yeah, I, t- I definitely still found like a, some, a lot of some of the stuff. Yeah, there were actually, yeah, no, it, I, it made me really enraged actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't like, I, yeah, I don't really follow that stuff anymore because I mean, well, I've just, I, I don't, I, yeah, it, it never really resonated with me much anyways, because uh, I could see that you don't actually have a role if you have to create a role, <laughs> like if you have to okay. bend over or you have to like squeeze your thigh to create cellulite <laughs> and say like you should love your cellulite it's like that's not really. yeah but it keeps the focus on the body which is my problem with the whole yes. like, mainstream body positivity thing anyways but but like I mean if you like that stuff you like it and you know it, you know what it kind of this all sort of reminded me of like do you remember the 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 body image movement like the woman from the body image movement from Australia yeah 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 and like the reason why like she became so popular was because she had that viral photo of like a before a reverse before and after like one of them was from when her she was doing her like weight competition like bodybuilding competition days and then one after when she wasn't and yeah. like it was like the like it went viral it was like news like viewed like millions and millions of times and it's just so funny how I feel like maybe the times have changed since then, but it's just so funny how at the time, like, cause she was still straight sized that it's like, oh my God, like straight sized woman, like accepts her body. And it's like in like all these yeah. news outlets. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, oh my God, you're so inspiring. And yeah. But it just speaks to how messed up the culture is because it's like, that is like so newsworthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. yeah and, just, and if she was fat, there's no way in hell anyone, any news coverage because, or if the news coverage was, it'd be like, look at this person who used to be so healthy and now look, she's really let herself go. And and so that would only work if you still had 
a thin body, but yes. a, little, a, little bit of, a little bit of chubby here and there in the right places, you know, because we have to have like an hourglass figure, right? And yeah, and, and I, yeah, that I never, that is so true. Yes. Yeah. I remember when her movie came to Vancouver, didn't it? Did, yeah. did we go and watch that? No. Yeah. I did. I did. I I saw it at home, so I, I definitely didn't watch it in the. I think I was away or something because I remember I was going to go with you and. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that is so true. And at that time, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. I didn't yeah. pick up on that. And I know that would have, yeah, got on my tits. I did. Mm-hmm. And I know someone. I know someone. Else, like I know there's another person that a similar thing. Like, and they went viral, and it was like got a book deal and like all this stuff. And they were like maybe a size six or something. Like maybe, like <laughs> it's like woman embraces her body. It's like what? Yeah. But at, but I say what? Like not like I'm judging the person. I'm, that's not what I mean. It's it's like like it's like come on, like that's newsworthy. Like please, like like the tide needs to be shifted so much more than that <laughs> yeah yeah it's almost yeah. like people wouldn't that's all that society at the moment can take right like a, a straight sized person who is not you know buff accepting themselves that's like a good news story but anything more that would be seen as dangerous because we're encouraging people to be gluttons and whatever else people think that fatness represents so, like, I can kind of get it, you know, why the media does that. Yeah. Well, if you think about the influencers, like, with the most followers, they typically still really meet Eurocentric beauty standards, like, pretty faces, like, white, like, a lot of blonde hair, you know, kind of skew, like, a little bit younger, and then and just have, like, you know, like, still a straight-sized body, but more, like, not, like, the, you know, stick-thin or musculature, like, ideal that you would see that like you'd kind of typically think of when you think of the thin ideal. So it's, yeah, but it's interesting when you start critiquing that stuff and you realize like, like, are we really changing the culture here or are we just like kind of upholding the same thing, but like with 10 extra pounds or with like 20 (laughs) extra pounds. And I, I think that's like, you know, the more that you sort of get into this and the more that you kind of build that, like, you know, cultural awareness, the more that you start to see that, that it's just Mm. kind of the same old thing, but just packaged in a slightly different way. And again, it's like nothing against those people. I know they make a big difference in, in people's lives and whatnot, but and I think it's like how you curate your own feed too. Like I tend to follow people who are like have more of a social justice message as opposed to like love your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, and it's, and I think about, you know, I'm always on the fence about this because I always, you know, we need people who do the light and fluffy stuff, right? We need people who are doing the more quote unquote palatable stuff because I mean, if it wasn't for those types of people, I probably wouldn't be here because if I had seen people who had really made me have to think deeply about fat phobia, I would have been scared off and been like, oh, I don't want to be like fat and horrible like them. You know, I would have run off and continued dieting. And so I think we we need those people. But then also the fact that we need them actively harms uh, more marginalized fat people, because if we're centering smaller people white people able-bodied people etc etc it means that the the spotlight is naturally not on the people who are in the greatest need of of justice and resources and all that type of stuff and so it's like I'm always struggling with it of being like we need it but it's really harmful we do uh, uh, uh," you know and so 
I think those types of people, if they are able to recognize that and be like, okay, right, you know, I just have this body and this is it, you know, whatever, let's bring on, you know, more diversity in my feed and let's let's use my platform and my my um influence for to help people with more marginalized identities than myself that would be that would be amazing that'd make me happy yes yeah i totally i i 100 see that yeah like I, you need the gateway like you need the gateway body positivity yeah. because you're right, right right and i'm sure like i'm trying to think back of my first kind of you know entry into that space like it probably was like someone like the body image movement woman who I can't remember her name, yeah. I think Taryn or something. Uh, Taryn Brumfit. Yeah. Yeah. So like it probably was because, you know, it was like, okay, like it was like safe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. then, and then you start to kind of like, hopefully people sort of start to move along the spectrum and start to like see the, you know, the real like social justice piece of it um, and start mm. to follow um, other people mm. who are speaking more to the politics political side of it and yeah how to actually you know advocate yeah and make change in the culture but, you know, even saying that it's like but then also the more fluffy stuff is making a change because it's kind of slowly moving things along but then then again exactly what i just said it's also harming harming people oh, i don't know it's don't not know. it's there's not a clean answer right no like, there's some not. people will argue that like we, we just shouldn't be showing bodies but it's like but i think we need that too because otherwise you mm. otherwise like the mainstream media controls the bodies that you see so you need people yeah who are also showing their body like yeah I, it's not it's nuanced and i think it's like it's not yeah. there's not no one ha- knows of one like right way to look at things i think and i think mm. that people benefit from different things in their own journey and yeah. you have to find yeah. what works for you and hopefully eventually get to one of us you know <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, yes. and i really appreciate like the the dietitians that i work with are or are exclusively uh thin people and i appreciate so much when they bring me in as a fat person it's because because it's kind of like with their body they're vouching for me right because like their audience probably couldn't stomach a fat person maybe where there are some obviously lots of them could but some of them maybe wouldn't navigate or you know towards me but they're using their their body almost as a kind of vouching for me and I think that's an awesome cool thing and I, I really appreciate it and it's the right thing to do yeah yeah no there's definitely good good people out there so Mm-hmm. That's awesome. All right. Yes. Good conversation. Uh, Anything else? I feel like we talked about everything we wanted to talk about. No, you know what? I really like talking to you, Sama. I really like having our little episodes. So oh, they're fun. It's like, where can people find you? They can find me at thebodyimagecoach.com. And my podcast is called Eat the Rules. And I'm at Summer In and In on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. What about you? Have you seen this new... Sorry, I'm... Yeah. I don't all the time interrupting you. <laughs> like at the end of the sentence, I'm like, oh! Have you seen this new book? I think you'll like it. Um, Laziness it Does Not Exist. The book? Dr. Devin Price, yeah. I heard... I have heard of it. I think Matt McGorry posted it like a few months yeah. ago. And I remember bookmarking yeah. it, but I haven't read it. No. Is it good? Yeah, I'm reading it right now. And just, you know, um, you know, it's totally to do with rules. And it's totally aligned with diet culture and dr devon price is uh, fat positive and all that yeah anyways it's really good yeah I've I've a, a couple of people tell me that they really enjoyed it too so i'll have to check it out yeah 
So where to find me is fiercefatty.com on Instagram, fiercefatty, podcast, fiercefatty, book, fiercefatty. Yeah. So fiercefatty, my new name, Vinny Wellsby. Yeah. Well, thank you for hanging out with us today. Yeah. Thanks for the chat summer. Yeah. Let us know what you think and uh, we'll be back for another episode soon. Yeah. In a couple of weeks. Rock on. Thank you so much for being here and listening today. You can find all the links and resources mentioned at summerinandin.com forward slash 224. I've got a few more episodes of the Death to Diet series coming up. I hope you're enjoying them. Let me know. I would love to hear you know, whether you're, you've been enjoying them. I've received some feedback from some of you about how much you love them. So that's great. Um, we certainly loved recording them. And uh, yeah, there's some juicy topics coming out in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for those. Thanks again for being here today. Rock on. I'm Summer Inanin, and I want to thank you for listening today. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Summer Inanin. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts, search Eat the Rules, and subscribe, rate, and review this show. I would be so grateful. Until next time, rock on. Rock on.